The vault is open. I'm Pete McCarthy. August 29, 1977. Lou Brock went to San Diego one stolen base shy of Ty Cobb's all-time record 892 steals. We go out to Padre Stadium and KMOX's broadcast, Bob Starr and Jack Buck on the call. We have a beautiful night for baseball here in San Diego. And this may be the night. Lou Brock back in that leadoff spot with Mumphrey and Hernandez batting behind him here. In this first inning, we'll see Dave Freisleben, a right-hander. The Cardinals beat him the last time they saw him in St. Louis. John Urea going for San Diego here this evening. It was a tough series in Los Angeles for Brock, who was on base only one time during the entire series. And at that time, had someone in front of him in second base. And yesterday, was thrown out of the ball game in his final at-bat of the game. Still besieged by media people and all sorts of photograph takers and interview getters and question askers and so on. It's been a trying time for him. And he's anxious to get it over with. And who knows, maybe this will be the evening here in San Diego. Jim Quick is working the plate. Lou Brock to lead it off, and here's Jack. Brock coming to the plate with a 253 batting mark and 891 career stolen bases. Still trying to get on base to try to steal that record tire and the record breaker. Dave Freisleben, a right-hander, is on the mound. F-R-E-I-S-L-E-B-E-N, Freisleben. And Dave Roberts is behind the plate. And the first pitch of the night is on the way. And it's low for a ball. Who seem to be more jovial and relaxed today than any time on the trip, don't you agree, Jack? He's been uptight the last few days, and now he takes a pitch inside, ball two. So the San Diego fans are happy that Brock didn't break the record in Los Angeles. They want to see it. And a good-sized crowd is on hand. Brock takes a strike, and it's 2-1. Jim Quick is the plate umpire. Outfield plays Brock around to the left. Another pitch from the right-hander is on the way, and it's high, and it's ball three, and it's 3-1. I'll tell you this, when he gets on, baby, he's going to go. If he remembers where second base is, it's been that long since he's been on base. Ball, strike call at the letters, three and two. Now Brock hasn't swung the bat yet, and it's three and two. Lou waits. Here he comes. Ball four. He's on. Maybe he'll do it here. Listen to the crowd. Maybe he'll do it here. Dave Roberts, the catcher, is a rather inexperienced catcher. You would have to say that some of their other people, like uh, Bob Davis and Gene Tennis, are better throwers. Freisleben said before the game that if Brock does get on, he's going to pay an awful lot of attention to him and also make him stop. Lou takes his lead. He's being held by Richards at first base. Roberts gives the sign. A look over. A long look. And Freisleben steps off. Uh, I think Lou's playing a little game of cat and mouse with him, too. He doesn't have a big lead at this point. The batter is Mumphrey. Lou has a short lead. He is going. The pitch is a strike. The throw is bad. He has tied the record. He goes on to third base. Brock has tied Ty Cobb's record as he has just stolen number 892. You can really see that the young catcher, well, now the... The entire Cardinal Ball Club comes out to third base to shake hands with Lou Brock, photographers, and well, the entire ball club out there now. Throw was low to the 
right field side, and it went right on through into center field, and the entire ball club is out shaking loose in a mob seat at third base. That's quite a sight. I didn't think they'd get that excited about the time stolen base uh, fellows, but they did. They'll probably be out there again in about the third or fourth inning when he breaks it. And they want the base now. They want to take second base. They want to take second base right now, and that's exactly what they're going to do. Well, maybe he can get... I have a heck of a time digging up home plate, though. We'll see if he steals them. <laughs> Rock standing on third base. 892. One more to go to break it. A thrilling moment here in San Diego. Rock would plate the Cards' first run later in the inning. Rock then doubled to lead off the Cards' second, but no record breaker there. It wouldn't be until the seventh that Brock would give himself another opportunity, stepping to the plate with one on and nobody out. What are you going to do here, Skipper? With Brock coming to the plate, Urea running the bases. One run ball game, 3 2. Brock gets a hit, Urea's going to go to third. <laughs> All he has to do is hit a ground ball, get the fourth out of second. Brock stands in there. He's batting for the fourth time. The pitch to Lou, swing and a foul back. And a good pitch to hit right up around the letters. Jack, Bob, don't you notice just, just viewing Brock from our vantage point here that he's so much more relaxed tonight than he has been the last three or four. He's in the hole 0-1, but he's had good cuts up there. First time up, of course, he walked, but he hit a double the second time up. Here's a swing and a miss on a pitch low and away. A good pitch from Bryant that ran away from him. Blue tonight is one for two and has stolen that tying base. 892 is first time up after the walk. So if he gets on and has second base open, he's going for the record. Bryant with the 0-2 pitch. Brock grounds it back up the middle. It's going to be a tough chance. Friesleben grabs it, throws to second for one on the force out, and Brock is on base. There it is. The play went 1-4, and now Brock is at first base with one down. And listen to this crowd. They're already rubbed up about it, aren't they, Jack? You called the play, Mike. Force out. That's the way he got on there. Well, we got him there. You can get him to second base. I'll buy you a case of bud. All right, Robert. Ran on the first pitch in the first inning and tied the record. The crowd is roaring even before Friesleben gets the sign, looks over there, throws over there, and Brock's back in time. Wouldn't it be something if he got picked off? <laughs> he got back easily. 3-2, Cardinals leading seventh inning. Brock at first, one out. He calls time. Time was called, and Friesleben went ahead and made the pitch nonetheless. And Brock is... Uh, Talking to Sonny Roberto, and he looked like he might have jammed himself going back to the base on that pickoff throw. He won't let that stop him. He's on at first base trying to break Ty Cobb's record. Takes a good lead, a big lead. Friesleben looks. He's going. The pitch is high. The throw is safe. He stole it. The throw got by the shortstop, and Brock has done it. They would have thrown him out, but the shortstop couldn't handle the bad throw. Has now stolen 893. All of his teammates out of the dugout, onto the field, and all of the reporters, newspaper people, photographers on the field, much 
reminiscent of the night he broke Maury Wills' record, stealing both number 104 and 105. A thrilling moment, and it's all over for Brock, who is surrounded now there, Mike. Unbelievable, and I know right now that he has a smile from ear to ear, Jack, and he must feel like uh, they've taken this entire San Diego Stadium off his back. He's being mobbed out there. You can't, we can't even see Lou Brock. Bob, they should have thrown him out. They should have thrown him out. If the shortstop handles the ball, the throw is there to get him. It really is. It was a little bit off to the side. He just didn't handle it well. Lou was sliding hard, as he always does. And they just could not quite handle it. And Lou has 893. And he has the record, and everything from here on in is gravy. And it's for somebody else to shoot at. You ought to see the scene down there at second base. He's standing right on the base, and he's surrounded about five deep in his circle. The 893rd stolen base for Lou Brock, the player representative of the San Diego Padres, is Randy Jones, who's also the Cy Young Award winner of a year ago. Now somebody has hoisted the second base bag high above that uh, sea of mankind down there on the playing field, and Randy Jones wants to get into the middle of it to make a presentation to Brock, and I think we'll be able to hear what transpired. Tonight was Brock's 2,376 games. 2,776 games or something. We'll get all those particulars for you. Now Lou Brock is walking over to the microphone along with Randy Jones and a mob of TV cameramen and the Cardinal players have gone to the dugout. So Lou Brock will be at the microphone with Randy Jones and a mass of TV people. Brock has always been one, Bob, to maintain complete composure. Yeah, he has. I've, uh, I'm interested in seeing how his composure is in this one. We go downstairs. Not too much to be said at this point. A great record by Lou Brock. And I think that he deserves any ovation that you can give him. A lot of hard work put into this. So let's hear it for Lou Brock. The San Diego pitcher and their player rep. Jones and he has that face uh, right up in front of him, throwing it with both hands, and I think they're waiting for him to say something now, Jack. Yeah, Lou has the microphone. I'd like to thank the people of San Diego who came out tonight and to the event in baseball. It was not necessary, uh, Lou Brock still in the base, but it's one of those events in history where a person is performing on the field surpass a record that has been set by a tremendous ball player. And just to be part of that has been fulfilling to me. I know there's a lot of people here that came from St. Louis, including my kid, uh, my wife, and most of the, the Bush family, and uh, my agent, Richard Bree. But again, I know it has not been an easy thing, but the moment is here. And I, all I can say, looking back on it, uh, Randy, uh, I did it my way.
too bad it didn't happen in St. Louis, gentlemen, and deprive the fans of the opportunity of seeing that history-making moment. But as Brock said, when we're coming down the line, Bob, about how exciting it was going to be and how pressure-packed, he said, yeah, and to think I'm the one that has to do it. He was sort of frightened about this situation, really. It is frightening, Jack, when you think about it and all the ramifications of it. And now it's over, and I know that Lou Brock uh, well, as happy as can be, and I thought it was, uh, well, it was really apropos of Lou Brock, the man, about what he said about and towards Ty Cobb, a great ball player, two great baseball players, and as we see Lou Brock now go back to second base, not only a great ball player, Jack, but he's a great man. Lou yeah, Brock. wonderful person. And I'm glad that uh, his people were here, his wife and, and uh, children, to see it. Bob Starr, nice of you to let me uh, be on the microphone at that time. <laughs> well, it's our pleasure, Jack. You have seen about everything Lou Brock has done. And Mike and I both felt that it was only uh, justice and the, the right thing to do. You saw him as a Chicago Cub, and you've done everything that he has done as a St. Louis Cardinal. And it's been a thrilling event. You saw that 105th and described that 105th stolen base that night when he broke Maury Wills' record. So it's an event in history of baseball here this evening as Lou Brock now is the all-time leading base dealer in the history of this game. He's broken Ty Cobb's record. He did it in a shorter career than Ty Cobb held in doing his 892 stolen bases. And there will be some more to come after this and some great ball players to come along in the future to have that record to shoot at. That record would be extended over the next two seasons by Brock all the way to 938. The record would stay in Brock's possession for nearly 14 years when A's speedster Ricky Henderson swiped number 939 on May 1, 1991. Henderson was not yet in the majors when Brock broke Cobb's record, and Brock still ranks second on the all-time list, though Henderson has a stranglehold on the record at 1,406. That's 468 more than Brock. As for the rest of Brock's career, he totaled his 3,000th hit during the 1979 season, his final. He seemed to still have something left even at 40 years old, hitting over 300 and making his sixth All-Star Game appearance. Brock was elected into the Hall of Fame on his first ballot in 1985, garnering just shy of 80% of the vote. Now, something else we could bring you on this podcast is the unique or maybe just a trip down memory lane, whatever stands out on the broadcast. This week, I got a kick out of an old Budweiser commercial, then and now the top sponsor of the cards. Take a listen. When you use as soon as I get this lightning rod to the top of the barn, I'll be through with my scores and ready for a cold one. Uh-oh, too late. Well, if it looks like rain, my friend, why not head for cover? And a cold can of the King of Beers. After a hard day on the farm, or anywhere for that matter, you can't beat the smooth, refreshing taste of Budweiser. Bad day after all. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis. 
If I can track down those background singers, they'll sing the open to the show, I promise. If you have a game or event that you would like to hear, be sure to send an email to pete.mccarthy at mlb.com. That does it for The Vault. Thanks so much for listening.